everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. I've got a question for you, Cam. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a time where you've had to break bad news to someone? Yep, there have been a few times, actually. Yeah, right. Um, But one such a time was, uh, for those listeners at home, I used to work in a lab that tested for asbestos. Mm. And there was one particular time where I, I had to call up the, the client at the end to tell them that it had asbestos and it was like a job site working on a school it was like a week before school went back right uh, and I had to tell them you know asbestos tested positive on their work site they had to put work on hold for a week to clear it all out mm. uh, and I mean it was bad news because it meant that the whole project got delayed by a certain amount of time which meant that the construction was still going to be going on by the time school came back but you know on the bright side I meant the kids weren't exposed to asbestos so. that's right yeah yeah <laughs> I guess that's the tension, I guess, mm. generally, in, in breaking bad news to someone. Uh, well, that is particularly relevant, not the asbestos, hopefully, <laughs> but the message of sharing bad news as we come into Jonah 3. Uh, you'll have known the story of Jonah so far, but he's just been rescued by the whale, uh, and he's now in Nineveh, and he preaches this message in verse 4 of chapter 3. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city, proclaiming, Forty more days, and Nineveh will be overthrown. Yeah, so just those last eight words are the only words that we get into this message of repentance and this message of wrath that God had called Jonah to do in the first place. Mm. It seems almost quite strange that we don't get more of a glimpse into the message that he would have told the Ninevites, Mm. uh, because this is sort of what the whole book is sort of centered on, really. Uh, And particularly also the fact that we then see such a huge and distinct repentance from the Ninevites. Their Mm. king acts in such righteousness, such repentance, uh, and he issues this creed throughout the whole kingdom that uh, everyone is to bow for and worship uh, the God of Jonah. And it's this Mm. extraordinary uh, act of repentance. And I want us to focus on today the two different parties in this, right? The first, the hearers of this Mm. message, and also uh, us as the preachers or the teachers or the sharers of this message Mm. as well. And so first the hearers, uh, we're here in Nineveh and they have been particularly antagonistic and violent towards the Israelites. They're Mm. almost sort of Mm. terrorist-like level in terms of their oppression and some of their awful acts that they've done to the Israelites. Mm. Uh, And so, you know, that puts uh, Jonah's lack of courage and trepidation into perspective, you know, you can understand it, really. Um, It would be like going into, you know, the center of the Middle East or something and and preaching. So it's even more extraordinary that we see this act of repentance come from the Ninevites, particularly. And we see this um, act of repentance by the Ninevites starkly Mm. contrasted with the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 12. Jesus talks about um, the sign of Jonah. Mm. Uh, in the same way Jonah was in the well three days, Jesus is going to be in, in the earth in the three days. Uh, and he speaks of, you know, the Pharisees and their unwillingness to repent mm. and how the Ninevites, even though they repented, um, even the Ninevites will be condemning the Pharisees on, mm. on that day. And so we see contrasted here the evil of the actions of the Ninevites who did repent contrasted with, I guess, the outwardly good, I guess mm. you could say legalistic... Yeah. Um, righteousness. Yeah, fake, fake righteousness of the Pharisees yeah. whose, whose hearts are evil. You can see that even with this contrast, the the Ninevites will come out on top between these two. That's right. So it's not just on the hearing, but the understanding of Mm. the message and particularly the repentance, right? Because, Mm. and this is what I want to talk about lastly, the preachers uh, or the teachers of of this message, there is a necessity to be courageous and to teach the wrath 
and the coming judgment of God, right? Mm. That was one of the great yeah, frailties of Jonah, uh, that he wasn't prepared to, and he was scared to teach about the wrath, the fire and brimstone, mm. so to speak, of God's message. Uh, and yet this is so fundamental and necessary for repentance, isn't it? Mm. Jesus brings in uh, the gospel of repentance. And of course, if we were just to focus on this, that would be horrible. That would be really vindictive mm. and mean. But to focus on this with the whole canon of the gospel message, particularly that Jesus Christ does bring salvation, mm. then that is the most loving thing we can do. And that, hopefully, by God's will, will bring people into his family and into his kingdom.